Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app. We are WRKN, 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. Good morning, and welcome to the 28th year of the Three Tailgaters Show on 1061 Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. The Three Tailgaters Show is presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. The Three Tailgaters Show is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics. And by Francesca's by Katie's in New Orleans, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. The Three Tailgaters are also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln, by LifeGate Church in Metairie, by Rhino Shield Mid-South, Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, Life Resources Ministries, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Promotional consideration is provided by Central City Barbecue on South Rampart Street, Venezia Restaurant on North Carrollton Avenue, Two Tony's Restaurant at West End, Fury's Restaurant in Metairie, Perrin's Restaurant in Harahan, Reginelli's Pizzeria with locations throughout the metro area. Ye Old College Inn on Carrollton Avenue. Messina's at the Terminal and Runway Cafe at Lakefront Airport. By Copeland's of New Orleans and Kenner at the Esplanade Mall. Desi Vega's Seafood and Steakhouse in Metairie. Chateau Cafe with locations in New Orleans and Kenner. Moe's Pizza in West Wego. Hooters Restaurants in Metairie and Gretna. Geo's Pizza and Spaghetti House in Metairie. Hobnobber Cafe in Metairie. Fat Boy's Pizza on Metairie Road by Sirio's Pull Boys in Delhi on St. Charles Avenue, by That's Amore Pizzeria in Metairie, Bears Pull Boys on Causeway Boulevard at Metairie Road, Fury's Restaurant on Martin Berman in Metairie, and by Sunray Grill on Belchase Highway in Gretna. Now, here are your hosts of the Three Tailgaters Show, Ed Daniels, Sports Director of WGNO and WNOL, CrescentCitySports.com and the Clarion Herald, and Cumulus Radio New Orleans Sports Director Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com, the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club, Life Resources Ministries, and the Kenner Star. And a pleasant good morning and welcome to another edition of the Three Tailgaters Show here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. We're on the web at NashFM1061.com. Our tune-in app is available anywhere in the world for you to listen in. Via iHeart, you can also check us out via Alexa at home. Just tell her to play WRKN or Nash Icon 1061 FM. Our podcast available following the show through CrescentCitySports.com. Just click on the menu, click on more, and click on podcast to listen. You can email us. It's ed at WGNO.com. It's Ken at CrescentCitySports.com. You can call the show at 504-260-1061. That's 504 260 1061. We'll talk about the New Orleans Saints, the New Orleans Pelicans, the Tulane Green Wave, LSU Tigers, 
And, of course, high school football, which we'll do here in a moment with my good and great friend and cohort and host of Friday Night Football on WNOL and WGNO, none the worse for wear, Ed Daniels. Good morning to you, Ed. Hey, Ken. What's up, buddy? Hey, I'm up. You're up. That's a good thing. So we move on, and Rudy Dixon's up, too, after a long night. So we're, we're good to go. And it was a good night of high school football across the state last night as well. Coming up in the next segment, we'll visit with Marcus Scott of Destrahan off of a convincing win over Dutchtown. Then we'll visit with Jerry Phillips, number one seed in Select Division One of Warren Easton after a big win last night over Captain Street. But just to talk about what transpired last night. First and foremost, Ed, uh, just a generic comment. Clearly, this format is better than its predecessor. Uh, the LHSA in that regard has definitely taken a step forward. Well, there's more good games in the second round. Uh, there's no doubt about that. And, you know, just think if we had, let's say, a six-class playoff, we'd have some incredible games in oh, the first yeah. round. Oh, yeah. No doubt. And um, we would. But, look, it was a, uh, it was a, it was a fun night for, for the high school uh, uh, sport and um, – more competitive games, and uh, that's, I think, what we all wanted. Yep. And uh, it was a fun night, and I think all we're right. going to have a great quarterfinal. No doubt. Looking at, uh, just looking at the brackets, non-select Division One, it's going to be Ruston and Denham Springs playing, it looks like, at Denham Springs. After Denham Springs pulled out the most improbable win of the night last night, I'm sure you probably heard it on our show or heard all about it, but Benton was taking knees to run out the clock. And apparently even asked the officiating crew if the time would work out to make sure they could do so. Well, they took the knees. And after they took the last knee, there was still time on the clock. And Denham Springs kicked the field goal and won the game, 29-28, in an improbable comeback after they were way down. That one is going to be talked about for days and maybe weeks to come. So, unbelievable. Denham Springs well, in the why, quarterfinals. Why would you ask the officials? Why I don't know. Just know? I, I, I'm just going by what was stated. I don't know. I wasn't there. But, yeah, I agree uh, with you. You've got to know the situation and the math, obviously. But Right. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. If you, run a, if you run a play, okay, even if you run a sneak, by the time you, yeah. you unpile, and that's when the play clock starts again, you waste more time. No question about it. Rather than take a knee. Now, I wasn't there. I didn't see it. Me either. All right? Yes, but if you, run, if you run a play, it's going to take time for the officials to spot the ball. Yes. And, and, and start the play clock again. Right. Maybe that's what they should have done. Maybe so. All right. So Zachary, defending state champ, advanced. They overcame a deficit to beat West Monroe. And they've got Southside coming to them. What a story with the Sharks. A very, very young program. New school already in the state quarterfinals. That's a blossoming power. That's the next power in Lafayette, which is a power central area of the state as it is. Destrahan, East St. John. We'll talk to Marcus Scott coming up shortly. Rematch game in the quarters. And again, they'll go to reserve. And Westgate and Neville uh, will meet. Westgate, a defending state champ. Neville, a traditional power. And Westgate will get the game at home, which is big. Then in Division Two, non-select, Iowa, the number one seed, survived a scare from Abbeville, and they get Leesville now, and Leesville gets the home game there. Bro Bridge, North DeSoto, Bro Bridge, a 28 seed advancing, and how about that? And Bro Bridge, as a result, gets North DeSoto in the next round, 
And Brobridge gets it at home. Lakeshore Lutcher will be the other battle. What a win for Lakeshore last night, rallying from two scores down in the last six minutes to beat Opelousas uh, on the road, a three-seed. Great win for Ben Indest. And Lutcher just high-powered, and that's going to be a great game to be played at Lakeshore. And then North Vermillion West Feliciana is the other matchup in Division Three non-select. Manny, the number one seed and overwhelming favorite, gets Rosebine. St. James, good win. And they now get Avoyles, a very high-scoring team uh, for sure, at uh, Avoyles. So tough trip there. Union Parish won their rematch game with Sterlington. They get Patterson. Good win for the Lumberjacks last night. They get a home game with Union next week. And a meet uh, advances, always dangerous. Berwick got a gigantic win at Bogalusa last night. And Berwick gets the home game there. And Division Four non-select Kentwood, uh, the team I picked to win it, the number one seed, uh, they won easy. They get Oak Grove, a traditional power. That's a great matchup there between two traditional powers. Kentwood gets the home game. Haynesville, traditional power. Basile, the opponent. And Basile gets the home game. Mangum and Arcadia. Mangum is a really good football team. Arcadia, though, gets the home game there. And Logansport and Homer. Homer, a defending state champion. And they will be at home against Logansport. Division One select. Warren Easton gets Karen Crow coming to town. We'll talk to Jerry Phillips in a little bit. Brother Martin won the big rematch game with St. Aug, and they'll get Northwood uh, next week in New Orleans. And, oh, by the way, we can tell you right now, we will have that game live on 106.1 FM next Friday night as part of Ken Trahan's original prep football report. So the game within the show, Brother Martin Northwood. John Curtis and Bird, and the Patriots will be at home at Joe Yenny against the Yellow Jackets, both with demonstrative wins last night. Karin Catholic, hey, unbelievable matchup. That game's going to be a memorial, though. What a game it's going to be. Division two, St. Thomas Moore gets Madison Prep, two traditional powers. STM will be at home. JFK, great story, first playoff whenever. And they get E.D. White Catholic, who barely survived a scare from Evangel last night. That game is going to be in Thibodeau. And then Dilla South Lafayette Christian, that game will be at Toss uh, Memphis, it appears. What a matchup, Dilla South and LCA, Battle of the Titans. At Memphis, and we fully expect we will have that game on Crescent City Sports next Friday night. And Archbishop Shaw, what a story there. Getting Turlings Catholic, who's played great all year at Turlings in Lafayette. Division Three select, Newman and U-High. What a matchup that's going to be. U-High's dynamite. Newman is really good. And that's going to be a heck of a game uh, between those two. But it's at Lupin Field. Calvary, Baptist, and Dunham. Really good matchup. Two teams that can really score. Dunham will be the home team. Notre Dame, Episcopal. Notre Dame won in overtime last night. Episcopal survived a scare from Loyola Prep. And Notre Dame uh, gets the home game in North Caddo. And Parkview Baptist played Parkview Baptist to win. St. Charles Catholic rallied and uh, won big, as it turned out, over Ascension Episcopal. And that game is going to be at St. Charles Catholic. And then finally, Division Four Vermilion Catholic, the one seed. And Southern Lab, what a matchup that's going to be. Two really good teams, but it's going to be in Baton Rouge at Southern Lab. St. Mary's and St. Martin's Episcopal. How about the Saints? They'll be at home in the quarterfinals. Have we ever said that? Looking forward to seeing what they do against St. Mary's at home. Glenbrook. Boy, that's a good-looking team out of Shreveport against Washita Christian Traditional Power. What a matchup that is. It's going to be in Monroe at OCS. And then Ascension Catholic beat Riverside, and Ascension Catholic gets Opelousas Catholic, and they have to go on the road to play at Opelousas Catholic in the second round. Uh, any thoughts? I know we're going to talk to Marcus Scott and Jerry Phillips. So outside of Destrehan and, mm. and outside of Warren Easton, what stuck out in your mind about last night? Anything in particular, Ed? Uh, you know, Kenny, I just, uh, I just think the, uh, the quality of the football kind of stuck out a little bit. It felt like the old days. 
you know, and I, can, I think this is the first time really since 2012 that we can say that we had a night like that. And it was fun. It was like the playoffs used to be. Yeah, I think that's pretty, that's pretty accurate. I mean, look, the Lakeshore win stuck out to me because they were down 14 with just uh-huh. over six minutes to play on the road against the number three seed and a team that ran for 330-some-odd yards against them, as I wrote for Crescent City Sports. And they found a way to win. Brent Indest is a hell of a coach. They scored. Uh, they made the extra point. Then they kicked a perfectly executed onside kick, recovered it, scored again. And then, as he said on our radio show last night, Coach Indest, he said, we went for two because they were better than us. And if we get to overtime, we're never going to stop them. So they went for two. They yeah, pulled their, he said. Yep. They, they pulled their jump pass out of the bag. It worked perfectly, and it won the game for them. And Opelousas drove down to the 17-yard line with a chance to win, but then a sack by Lakeshore secured the win. So that one stood out to me because it's a first-year program. I mean, Coach Indes came in very late, too. And mm-hmm. they've now won seven in a row. And they're undersized. They don't have a lot of speed. They just play good football. And regardless of what happens from here, that stood out to me last night. Well, you know what's, what's, what's interesting was listening to uh, his interview last night and uh, thinking back to uh, I was at his press conference when he took the job. And that was, <laughs> it seemed like yesterday. And that was back during the summer. So uh, it's, it's a pretty amazing deal. Now, uh, he'll tell you that he inherited, you know, some good football players. But I, I think they have a nice future, too. And uh, that'll be a really good game against uh, against Lutcher on Sunday on on Sunday on Friday night. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, Lutcher's just really really good on offense. And as I said before the playoffs started, I know some people raised eyebrows. I I picked the winner of the Lutcher St. Martinville game to win the state championship, and Lutcher beat St. Martinville last night, forty nine thirty three. So stay tuned. Otherwise, last night interesting dynamic with Carr. Ed AJ Samuel hurt his shoulder a couple of weeks ago. X rays were negative, but he, he didn't play a quarterback for a while, and then Carr got in deep trouble. Then he played, and then they came back and won the game. Well, I mean, you know, that's, uh, that's what leaders do. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm happy for them because uh, that would have been a, a, very, a very sad exit with that team. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think the matchup we're going to see next week is, is, um, is, a, is a championship-type football game. And I didn't. I don't. I didn't want. I didn't want the state to miss that. So uh, I'm glad they won. Yep. I mean, this is. This happens from time to time, but the two best teams in the class are playing in the quarterfinals, all because of the car forfeits earlier this year. And Carr's got to go to Memorial to play Catholic High, who's really good. Catholic High came to New Orleans and beat Warren Easton earlier this year, and of course, Carr beat Warren Easton on the field. But Warren Easton did the job again last night, and they're legitimate, and they've got a chance, and we'll talk about that. Really good win for Brother Martin to avenge a loss to St. Aug. John Curtis with a thorough performance against Jesuit last night looked really good, too. And then, Ed, of course, John F. Kennedy. We had Lenaris L. Page at the quarterback club last week. Hey, what a job there, huh? First playoff win in school history. Got a really good quarterback. His defense has played well. Regardless of what they do from here on out, uh, what a job Lenaris has done at JFK. Well, that's going to be a tough game against E.D. White. I'll tell you what, that'll be a, that'll be a really tough ball game. Um, but, you know, congratulations to those kids uh, for, for, for what they have done so far. To win 10 games is pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. And the first playoff victory in school history. And then Dilla Sal, just physical as can be. What a matchup that's going to be. 
That's one you want to see. Go and sound Lafayette Christian. That's going to be a heck of a football game. Yep. Uh, if you can carry a camera, maybe we can use you next week. <laughs> That's not going to happen, man. But good try on your part, nonetheless. I can, uh, you know, if I can, if we can, we can, uh, we can get you with a camera. I think we we uh, we can we can make that happen. Well, that one should be live on CrescentCitySports.com. There's your camera. So, and then Hank Tierney's Archbishop Shaw team. They have to go to Turley's Catholic. I don't want to say it's Lanyard from here on out because Hank wants to win. His team's gotten better and better. That could be interesting, even though Turley's is very good. Yeah, they're very good. But you know what? Uh, I think Shaw's a, a team that improved and, and played a lot of tough games early in the season. And um, I think they've developed a little bit of a personality. Mm-hmm. And they're going to win some games. And they I already wonder. have. And, and I, wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't discount them in this game at all. No. I wonder – how Newman will fare against University High. University's a defending state champ. They're actually young this year, but they're very, very talented, and they played a very tough schedule. They took apart Country Day last night. Uh, but Newman gets the home game, Ed, so this is a, that'll be well, another get, one that, that you want to see. Yeah. They get the home game. They've had a great season. Uh, the only thing I would say is that I, I, <laughs> I think at this point, mm-hmm. if Will Randall was healthy, uh, they beat Manny. They, they certainly have a really good chance to beat St. Charles. Uh, but uh, this, this might be their toughest game so far. Mm-hmm. And then St. Martin's, as I mentioned earlier, great story there uh, with what Frank Genduce has done. Class act, uh, really good coach. And they get a home game against St. Mary's. It's been the biggest game maybe on campus at St. Martin's, uh, if not ever, uh, certainly one of the two or three biggest games ever. Well, you know, the thing about, thing about St. Martin's is, is that um, – uh, this is a, uh, you know, a team that has been painstakingly built. And, um, you know, Coach has done a great job there. And, you know, the, I, I saw St. Mary's in the playoffs a couple of years ago. Now, I know they're a different team now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're, they're a traditionally um, a very good South, I mean, North Louisiana team. And uh, they play the game right. And they play the game physically, if I can remember what I remember about them. And... Uh, this is going to be a tough test for St. Martin's because this team, I think, is going to run the football and come right at them. Yeah, listen, looking forward to seeing that one. Don't sleep on A-Meet. Uh, they're a defending state champion. I know Manny's the overwhelming favorite in that class, but A-Meet's had a, a challenging year with its coach being ill much of the year, but they're really good, and they've got a shot. Stay tuned for that. As I mentioned, Kent Wood, I think, in my mind, is a favorite to win in their class. So just a good uh, recap of what transpired last night. And then coming up uh, in just a little bit, we'll talk to Jerry Phillips of Warren Easton. But when we return following this brief timeout, we'll visit with Marcus Scott of Unbeaten Destrahan as we continue with the 3 Gator Show, which returns in just a moment here on 1061 FM, Nash Icon. And on the web, we're at NashFM1061.com. With over 15 acres of cars and trucks at the Lamarck Automotive Complex, there must be a reason. Buying a new car shouldn't be complicated. That's why our expert staff is here to help. I've been selling new Ford cars and trucks since 1970. It's over 50 years. Wow, there must be a reason. With your lifestyle and budget in mind, our finance team works hard to be the best in the business. Only at Lamarck Ford, at the Lamarck Automotive Complex. There must be a reason. Are you seeing pink everywhere? Demo Diva Hot Pink Dumpsters are painting the town pink. 
Clean out your business, your building, or your closet. Rent one of our pink dumpsters. Don't feel blue. Don't see red. Catch the vibe. Get the pink. Demo Diva, we service commercial, industrial, and residential customers. 504-486-4121. Demo Diva, taking it down to the dirt. Demodiva.com. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeadInsAgency.com. If you want to be treated right, you go to Bergeron. Bergeron will give you the best deal. You just know you can trust these people. They're from here. They get me. You know, buying a car doesn't have to be a scary experience. It's anything but a Bergeron. Everybody knows that. Everybody. I grew up with a Bergeron. I went to school with a Bergeron. This is the fourth car I've bought from here. That makes me a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a bourgeois. Get out of here. I'm a Bergeron. Everybody knows a Bergeron. Bergeron Automotive on Veterans in Metairie. Diamonds Direct is great. That's the first jewelry place that I walked into and was blown away by. Former pro football offensive tackle Mitch Schwartz talking about his jewelry store, Diamonds Direct. You're getting the best quality and the most for your dollar, and I think Diamonds Direct does that as good as I've ever seen in the jewelry world. Mitch and his wife, Brooke, love the selection, the quality, and the value at Diamonds Direct. But they also love the laid-back atmosphere and how the associates at Diamonds Direct really listen to their customers. They're conscientious of educating you and understanding what your desires are getting you the best value for what you're looking for. It was just a great environment, great atmosphere, making it easy to shop. Diamonds Direct, proud to serve you with exceptional diamonds, handcrafted engagement rings, and fine designer jewelry. We value our time, our money, and going to Diamonds Direct, knowing that they're going to value that as well, is a really special place to go to and to purchase jewelry from. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Get directions, store hours, and more at DiamondsDirect.com. This is Kevin Mamahat. For most of us, the largest single purchase we'll ever make is when buying a home. That's why thousands of homeowners each year choose to protect their largest investment with Rhino Shield. Rhino Shield is the only international architectural ceramic coating that gives residential and commercial owners peace of mind. Along with our 25-year warranty, our ceramic coating reflects the ultraviolet rays we experience here in Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama, keeping your home cooler with less strain on your air conditioner. And it's more affordable than you think. So give us a call for your free estimate, 504-407-2222, or visit rhinoshieldmidsouth.com. Call now, and you can get the guaranteed protection of Rhino Shield for 20% off the regular price, 407-2222, or visit rhinoshieldmidsouth.com. Don't paint, don't rhino, go Rhino Shield. Never paint your house again, Rhino Shield. Just tuning in? We're just getting started with the Three Tailgaters Show on 106.1 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. What are you waiting for? Call 504-260-1061 to talk all sports all the time. Now back to Ken Trahan and Ed Daniels. And of course, we'll talk about the New Orleans Saints, the New Orleans Pelicans, Tulane, and LSU coming up. A little bit later in the show, we'll also talk to Jerry Phillips of Warren Easton coming up in about 12 minutes or so. Uh, 
Big win for the Destraham Wildcats last night as they continue their brilliant season as the third seed of Wildcats stayed unbeaten with a 35-14 win over Dutchtown in the Division I non-select regional round. It's on to the quarterfinals for Destraham to take on a familiar opponent in East St. John next week. We'll talk about that first, but first we'll talk about the win with the outstanding head coach of the Destraham Wildcats, Marcus Scott. Marcus, always a pleasure, and listen, anytime we're talking to you, that means you won, so... And you've been winning a little bit this year, haven't you? Yeah, thanks for having us this morning. Yeah, um, outstanding effort last night to get a good best time program. So um, it was the first time that we really had to play deep into the the fourth quarter. And so um, I like the way we responded. I was going to ask you about that because, I mean, with all due respect, you haven't had competitive games. And, you know, they, they got within two scores and made it a game. But your team responded in demonstrative fashion, right? Right, and of course, you always want to see, um, you know, how your kids are going to react under duress and under pressure. And uh, we were able to respond when they made a couple plays. Ed, all right, coach, rematch game this week. Your thoughts about that? Well, um, obviously, St. John is having an outstanding season. Uh, coach Brown does a great job with, with the program, and uh, whenever. Uh, you get a chance to play uh, the week of Thanksgiving um, is something that that shouldn't be uh, uh, taken for granted. You know, we've been able to um, do that the last two years um, prior to this one, and so, um, but it's not something that we take for granted. We're looking forward to the opportunity. What did you take away from, you know, the first meeting? Because obviously. I guess the biggest thing here is to convince your kids you've got to take this seriously because, frankly, you, you won that game easily. But, you know, what did you take away? And, and then what message can you share this week to, to make sure these kids don't take it for granted, as you just talked about? Well, we have some examples uh, right here in, in, that happened in the state. I mean, you had a couple rematches with, I believe it was Karen Crow and Katie Anna. You also had St. Aug and Brother Martin with that both were rematch games. And so in my uh, PowerPoint on Monday um, is going to be uh, talking about, um, you know, these type of situations and, and, and what we have to make sure that we avoid uh, complacency. Ed? Coach, how do you lay those things out in the PowerPoint? Give me, give me an idea what one of those looks like. So, so I basically have a um, keys to victory is, is the way it always starts. And then I have uh, bullet points, and at each bullet point uh, are basically uh, uh, points of emphasis that I would like to uh, focus on that week and uh, things that uh, where we must improve on and, and focus on um, that particular week in order to get the job done. Marcus, Scott, that'll be a big part of the presentation, right? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that'll be a big part of the presentation, right? Yes, that's correct. It'll be the first thing. <laughs> Marcus Scott with us from Destrahan. All right, so the game last night, Coach, you jump on them. You know, you get up 21 nothing at halftime. It looks like, you know, it's, it's going to be another easy Destrahan win. They came back, though, got a drive and scored to make it 21-7. You answered then, and then they answered again. Every time they did something, you answered. That's the sign of a, of a championship-caliber team. Yeah, and listen, we have we have great leadership. Uh, Jai had an outstanding game. I'm I'm still I'm not sure of his uh, stat line uh, from last night, but uh, we had we had some guys 
to, to come in in, in some uh, backup roles, and, and they were able to step in and, and give us productive minutes uh, from the running back position. And so, you know, it was a, it was a team effort, but it was always good to be uh, led by some guys who've been through the the, the, the tough games uh, through the years. And so that, that experience um, certainly came in handy last night. I mean, when you look at, you know, Eugene, Daniel Blood, Shane Lee, I mean, I was watching your team and, and did a game or two a couple of years ago, and there were younger players. You could see this coming. This is a veteran team with outstanding talent and outstanding character. And when you combine those three elements, a veteran team, good talent, good character, this is what you get, 11-0, and 0, right? Yeah, and, and listen, it, it, it can be challenging when you have a lot of kids with experience because, you know, a lot of times at a place like this, um, you know, a lot of the younger kids don't realize what it takes to win uh, consistently and at a high level. And so sometimes you have to fight the whole um, thing where we just can, can step out on the field and people are going to just let you win. And it doesn't work that way, as we all know. And so the, the biggest challenge is to, is to make sure everybody in the program understands that uh, we cannot take winning for granted. And anytime you get a chance to uh, – to advance in the playoffs, it's, a, it's, a, it's something that should be taken seriously. Ed? Coach, I know you left for a little while and came back. How much fun are you having coaching the game again? <laughs> I'm having fun. I'm trying to enjoy the moments uh, a little bit more. Uh, I find myself in the past of being more relieved and excited about wins. And so I, I've decided this year to try to enjoy the ride a little bit more. So are you? Is that working out? I, I, I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There's some, there's some honesty. I like that. Yeah. So. <laughs> I love that. That's a really good line. Look, coaches, it's a tough profession. The emotions are there. And, and I say that because last night, Marcus, I know you were busy playing a game, so you couldn't listen, but our show that's on a bunch of stations around the state we brought in Nick Salter from Maggio to be an analyst last night because he played a lot of teams that were playing last night. He knows your program and everything else. And by the way, he, he spent about five minutes raving about you and talking about how good a coach you are, but how you're a better man and how much he respects Destrehan and how the Hanville Destrehan games were probably the most special things he's ever been involved with. And of course, uh, anytime you hear that from some, uh, somebody else in the profession, uh, that, that kind of praise, it certainly has to make you feel pretty good. Yeah, certainly appreciate it, and and I also understand that whatever success that we um, that we have is is certainly a, a byproduct of the fighting wildcat uh, community. You know, it's it's not just what we do on the field. It's a lot of people who contribute to our operation behind the scenes, uh, as well as the support groups and the other staff members on campus. Uh, so it's um, it's it's a total team effort. I'll say that. No doubt, and, and and Nick was right about that rivalry. It's unbelievable, and obviously he was part of that, and, and now he's out looking for a new job as we speak, but I'm sure he'll do just fine. Coach, I mean, East St. John, uh, Brandon is a really good football coach, and he's another really good guy who's taken a team to the Dome at St. Helena previously. Uh, and look, I mean, you beat them soundly. Then they lost to Holy Cross, and everybody just dismissed them, but 
Here they are in the quarterfinals. They've come back and won two straight games, which everybody says, well, the league's not that good. Well, East St. John is showing that maybe that's uh, that's not so true. They're playing pretty well. They are playing well, and um, they have some some really good players, and, and they coach them up. And so uh, whenever you, again, you, you play at a game at this level, um, in the quarterfinals, you know, everything is uh, amplified in terms of uh, the intensity and, and the, the margin for error uh, is very small. And so uh, we're on the road again. So we have to um, handle our business accordingly. Ed, final word? Well, Coach, congratulations thus far. Um, you know, I, I know you know this, but you're doing what's expected there. They, they, have, a, they have a very high bar at that place, don't they? Yes, and, and that that's a good thing. You know, you always want to be somewhere where uh, there are high expectations. Well, he's Marcus Scott. He's got his team at 11-0, and number three seed, and into the non-select Division One state quarterfinals at reserve at Joe Keller next week against East St. John in what we look forward to seeing uh, as one of the good games next week. Marcus, listen, congratulations once again. We appreciate the time, and, and keep up the good work, buddy. Anytime. Thanks, guys. You got it. Marcus Scott of Destraham. We'll take a time out here. When we return, the Warren Easton Eagles, back where they always seem to be in the state quarterfinals, we'll visit with highly successful head coach Jerry Phillips when we continue with more of the Three Tailgaters show in a moment here on 1061 FM Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. Ring in the new year with the 89th All-State Sugar Bowl. Since 1935, the Sugar Bowl has been a New Orleans New Year's tradition. And this year, the best of the SEC and Big 12 will square off on New Year's Eve in the Caesars Superdome. So kick off your New Year's celebration with a college football masterpiece. For tickets, visit AllStateSugarBowl.org and download the free Sugar Bowl mobile app. The Allstate Sugar Bowl is presented by Allstate, the Louisiana Office of Tourism, and Taco Bell. The ketchup-stained cuffs from Burger Night. The dirt-streaked sweatpants from Tuesday's boot camp class. Not to mention the sorting. We get it. You don't have to love laundry to love Arm & Hammer Plus OxyClean. Now concentrated with two times the powerful stain fighters versus the leading bargain detergent, so it can reach microscopic stains for a deep, hygienic clean. Laundry will always be laundry. And with a little help, you'll crush it. Arm & Hammer. More power to you. It's pro time because at Lowe's, it's Provember. Save big with inventory you can count on, like Flex products or DeWalt power tools starting at just $99. Plus, Lowe's MVPs members earn up to three times bonus points per dollar on select items. Save all Provember long. Bonus points calculated before taxes and fees after applicable discounts, if any. MVPs Pro Rewards Program terms and restrictions apply. See Lowe's.com slash L slash Pro Loyalty Terms. Subject to change. Prices valid from 10-17-22 to 2-3-23 or until supplies last. Charging a cell phone can be like getting a booster shot. A booster is given to enhance or restore protection after a primary series vaccination, which wanes over time. Schedule an appointment when you're eligible. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. 
Erica, you bought a metal roof from Walker Metals. What made you go that route instead of shingles? I love my new roof from Walker Metals. It has added beauty and value to my home. It was installed right over my old shingles. The staff was so friendly. They walked me through the process and helped me choose the best color to match my house. This was the best decision I made. I save on my utility bills and my homeowner's insurance. If you need a new roof, think outside the shingles. Walker Metals has 12 colors to choose from with a 40-year rust warranty and Galloon Plus with a 20-year warranty against rusting. Call Walker Metals, 225-791-7791. Stop by and talk to the friendly folks or visit walkermetalroofing.com. You'll love your new metal roof from Walker. They look great, last forever, and are more resistant to wind, fire, and hail. Visit walkermetalroofing.com or call 225-791-7791 or just stop by. Walker Metals is your source for quality metal roofing. Louisiana manufactured, Louisiana proud. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Hey, Dan, how you doing? Haven't seen you around the gym. Yeah, I've really fallen off. Since I turned 40, I just don't get the results I used to get. Could be a lower testosterone. I went through it a while back. I got Nugenix Total T, and it's made a huge difference for me. I've seen that on TV. Is it for real? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is something called Testafin, which helps boost free and total testosterone levels to help you trim up and stay lean. And it's made a difference for you? Man, I feel like I'm in my 20s again. At work, in the gym and in the bedroom. Are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try it for themselves? Yeah, you just need to send them a text. Text BREAK to 321-321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenix Total Tea. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of Nugenix Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text BREAK to 321-321. That's BREAK to 321-321. Products and statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or illness. Don't let this happen your largest investment call da exterminating now we're ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites call da now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com you want the total sports package let's talk prep college pro all sports all the time you get it all from the three tailgaters on 1061 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com with Ken and Ed. Give us a call, 504-260-1061. No real drama last night at Pan American Stadium. I had my colleague and close friend Roe Brown there covering the game as Warren Easton uh, thoroughly uh, dominated from start to finish in a 48-7 win over Captain Shreve, so we're trying to pick this apart and trying to find some criticism to rip Warren Easton, so I got this. We're, we're doing it on the show all night, Ed. You're probably listening the whole time. And Les Easton is talking about they made the extra point, they made the extra point, they made another extra point, they made another extra point, and then they finally missed one. What in the hell are they doing? They missed an extra point. Come on. <laughs> you're supposed to comment it but it's okay uh, that's joining... right i'm just listening <laughs> of course we're joking i don't know what to say fun. after that we're having fun about it joining it well we used to have coach rando on the show and he'd always talk about you gotta make the extra point well warren used to made them all until the last one so a coach has to find something to pick on because when his team plays great and his team looks as good as Warren Easton looked, you got to find something to hit those players with. So Jerry Phillips, head coach of the Eagles, joins us now. All right, coach, so that's it. You're going to hammer him about missing an extra point, right? 
<laughs> yeah, that was that was actually our uh, good morning, man. Good morning. That was actually our uh, we put our backup uh, kicker in. Ah, there we go. So yeah, we go. That's all good, man. We joke, of course, but look, hey, that's that's what you want to see. You know, you never know what's going to happen when you have a bye. You hear it from coaches all the time. Man, we needed to heal up, or man, that thing really hurt us. We were playing well. Look, uh, it obviously worked out very well for your team last night. Yeah, it did, man. I, w- I was nervous, too, because for some reason, we always start off slow. And I thought that that bye week was going to hurt us that way. Um, but from the first kickoff, man, you know, our guys ran down there and they were ready to play. You know, we played good in all three phases of the game, man, what we've been trying to do all year. And it's coming together at the right time. And. All right, Coach, you, you potentially do not have to leave the city of New Orleans all the way through. you got to feel pretty good about that, right? Yeah, I do. I do because, uh, you know, we get a lot more fans there. But me, myself, personally, I really like to travel, like to get the kids out of the city and see visit different schools and stadiums and stuff. But, you know, that's a good thing for our fans, man. We're going to have a lot more fans there being that we play at home. Jerry, obviously like- you're – you mentioned all three phases. Go ahead, Ed. I'll let you. I'll let you follow. No, I'm just saying, like to travel during the playoffs, Coach. I don't. I, I don't hear a lot of coaches say that. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, I like to go far too, man. That gets me out of school for a day. Gets me out of teaching for a day. <laughs> and um, you know, a lot. <laughs> a I love lot honesty. Of kids, a lot of the kids, man. They really, you know, they don't get out of the city that much, you know. So. You know, I like to put them on a big, the big charter bus. You know, kind of like a college experience, and um, you know, visit schools and stuff, and you know, do walkthroughs at colleges and stuff. You know, it's good for the kids because everybody's not going to play college ball. So, you know, I really like them to experience that. Coach, look, we had you know Ed Knight, along with Lenny Van Gilder, you know, pick our Metro Player of the Week for all the entities for the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club for. Our radio show, they stay wide on 106.1 FM for Ed's Friday Night Football Show for CrescentCitySports.com. We picked Fred Robertson a couple of weeks ago. And uh, look, it's hard to pick one guy, but I'm glad we picked Fred because the kind of season he's having for you, he's special. You've had some really good running backs. Got one of Tulane playing well right now and Johnny Clayton Johnson. But uh, talk about Fred and just how good he is. I mean, he's got another year left. This kid, anytime he touches the ball, he's – He's lightning. He can break. He can score on any play. Yeah, yeah. And he's um he has that deceptive speed, man. And he's got better with his vision. Um, he's real patient, and he's been special for us, you know. And I've been saying we're gonna feed him the ball. Maybe I need to stop saying that because everybody's crowding the box now. You know that's what um Captain Shreve did last night. But eventually, he started getting loose. Um, but Kendrick played well to take a lot of pressure off him last night and started opening up for him in the second half. But man, Fred has just been phenomenal. He's been he's been carrying the team the whole entire year. Um, you know, great kid, great team leader, and you know I'm glad we got him for another year. And patient runner with speed, right, Coach? Yeah. Because you know, like it, it doesn't look like he's in a hurry, and then all of a sudden he gets to the corner, and it's it's uh, we know what happens after that. Yeah, he um. You know, when he first as a freshman, he just used to get the ball and hit it and run. But now he's able to read his blocks. He's able to set up his blocks. So he's matured a lot as a running back. And, you know, hopefully keeps it going. And, you know, next year is going to be pretty much the same thing next year.
Jerry Phil is with us from Warren Easton. Go ahead, Ed. Yeah. Um, Karen Crow runs that kind of they're, they're, they're the Acadiana prototype that's so different from what you usually see at this time of year in, in the playoffs. How much of, a, of an issue is that, do you think, for your team? Um, it's, it's I, I, me personally, I love it because that's, you know, that's that old school football. But it's different because it's hard to practice for that stuff in just one week because it's totally different and everybody's going to the spread, spreading people out and stuff. Um, but I think we're built for it. Our D-line just have to get a lot of pressure on them, um, get a lot of push, and our linebackers just have to feel. We're going to have to stay very, very disciplined, you know, not, try not to make another person's play, you know, to compete with them. I know they're going to try to slow the game down for us, and our offense is going to have to score points, get them out of that early. No doubt. And, and look, your offense is capable of doing that. So to me, it's all about – you know, getting enough at-bats, as it were, and then obviously taking advantage of that at-bats because you're not really sure how many possessions you're going to get. Yeah, yeah, because they're going to slow it down. They're going to run the ball. Um, you know, so we're going to have to score off to score quick, and our defense is going to have to get them in a lot of third and longs, you know. So that first down, that second down is going to be real critical this week. No doubt, Ed? Coach, um, what, do you, what do you think wins – at the end of the season. What do you mean? Well, I mean, you know, like a, like certain things that you have to do late in the playoffs that decide whether you win or lose. Is it any different than, say, a game in the middle of October? Um, well, the playoffs, you know, because it gets harder every week, so everyone's going to have to stay disciplined, and everybody's going to have to stay locked in, you know. And the good thing about it, you know, we've tend we've tend to um, do that over the years. You know, once we get deeper and deeper to playoffs, the, the the players figure out exactly what we're asking of them. Um, the coaches have enough games under their belt to know what the kids can and can't do, and just try not to make it, you know, too much for them, so we could play fast. Um, the playbook is going to shrink once we get in the playoffs because we're not doing too much, and um, just have to continue doing what we do, and you know, play fast and play hard. Well, sure. everybody, we talked about Fred, yeah. and Kendrick's had a really good year for you. But, you know, really your defense has been excellent, maybe other than the second half against Catholic. You're, you know, and, and throw out the card game, that's another story. But your defense yeah. has really played well. Yeah, the defense, the defense has played well, man. We have good veteran leadership on the defense. Um, you know, Jaray Johnson, he makes all the calls, makes all the checks. He's been a four-year starter. So, you know, it's going to be hard to replace him next year, but. The defense, being that I'm a, a defensive head coach, I I, I, st- I tend to stay on that side of the ball a lot. And, you know, they know my personality, they know what I want. And, you know, my coach Dallas is doing a real good job. You know, there's no egos on the defensive side as far as the players and the coaches. You know, and, and they know what we want, they know what we're looking for. And they, they've been doing a real good job with that. Ed? So how do you handle Thanksgiving week? When are you going to practice, Coach? How do you work around that? Um, it's going to be a regular week for us, except Thanksgiving Day. You know, I have a lot of coaches that don't actually um, work in a school system. So, you know, we're going to have to have practice the same time in the afternoon, except on Thanksgiving Day. You know, we have an early morning practice. And, you know, the kids love it. The coach love it. You know, that's one of the goals that we set every year to try to practice on Thanksgiving. Um, and, you know, everybody enjoys it. It's a nice, slow, fun day. But, you know, it's going to be a good week for us. We can, 
we're going to need it because with this Karen Crow team and not facing the offense like this all you know all year, so we're going to have to put a lot of extra hours and do a lot of extra work. But you know, we playing them at the right time to where a lot of coaches are off, um, and we could do a lot more studying and, and figuring those guys out. Well, Coach, I, I won't let you get away. I know you're going to be a diplomat with your answer, but I got to ask it anyway. Carr Catholic, you played them both. <laughs> the game's being played in Baton Rouge. Uh, as an analyst, how would you see that game? What do you see in that game, Coach? I think I think it's going to be a real good game. Um, you know, hopefully the kid AJ plays, man. I know he has that shoulder injury, but you know, if AJ plays, it's, it's going to be a real good game, no matter what. Um, Bryce always have those guys prepared. You know, Coach uh, Catholic always have those guys prepared, man. You know, I hope they schedule the game on Saturday because I'll drive up there and watch it because that's going to be a great, <laughs> that's going to be a great high school football game. I told you he'd be a diplomat, Ed. <laughs> yep. No doubt. He knows what to say. He's got it figured out. Oh yeah, he's a, he's got that college experience uh, of an undefeated team, and he's got a team that's prime right now as a number one seed to make another run to the dome, a place he knows very well. And first up. Uh, the Crow Bears, who will be very tough, and that'll be a great game to, to look and cover this coming Friday night. Look forward to it. I assume you'll play Friday night at Pan Am, Jerry. Is that right? Yes, sir. Friday night at Pan Am. It's going to be got a it. good one. You got it, buddy. Jerry Phillips, always appreciate it. Thank you so much. Keep up the great work. All right. Thank you, guys. You All got right, it, man. Coach Bye. Phillips. All right. We'll take a timeout here. And when we return following this brief timeout, we will get into a two-lane green wave off of a huge win. Still to come, LSU, the Saints, and Pelicans. Glad you're with us on this Saturday morning. Ken and Ed, Three Tailgaters Show, here on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, and Nash FM, 1061.com. Hey, sports fans. This is Louisiana State Treasurer John Schroeder. Teamwork is critical to success. This is why my team at Unclaimed Property wants to return your cash to you. Right now, there are over $1 billion that belong to Louisiana citizens. Unclaimed property is lost or forgotten money from bank accounts, stocks, bonds, wages, insurance, and investment payouts never received. But don't worry. The Louisiana Treasury team is here to help. We've found your money and want to return it to you. Visit lacashclaim.org for your cash. Open wide. Let me see that smile. There's a back-to-school braces boom at Doc Kelly's office. Can you hold on for a sec? Can someone bring me more brackets? She needs to realign her staffing plan with more registered dental assistants. Can you reorder the rubber bands in red? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Meet Joe A, Joe B, and Joe C. What's up? Three everyday Joes perfecting their banking with Chase. Joe A is locking his lost debit card with the Chase mobile app. Joe B is cruising toward his new ride with Autosave. And Joe C's Chase banker is helping him budget to go back to school. Tools that help protect, support for what's next. One bank that puts you in control. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Messaging and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Ring in the new year with the 89th All-State Sugar Bowl. Since 1935, the Sugar Bowl has been a New Orleans New Year's tradition. And this year, the best of the SEC and Big 12 will square off on New Year's Eve in the Caesars Superdome. So kick off your New Year's celebration with a college football masterpiece. For tickets, visit AllStateSugarBowl.org and download the free Sugar Bowl mobile app. The All-State Sugar Bowl is presented by Allstate, the Louisiana Office of Tourism, and Taco Bell. 
This is Kevin Mamahat. For most of us, the largest single purchase we'll ever make is when buying a home. That's why thousands of homeowners each year choose to protect their largest investment with Rhino Shield. Rhino Shield is the only international architectural ceramic coating that gives residential and commercial owners peace of mind. Along with our 25-year warranty, our ceramic coating reflects the ultraviolet rays we experience here in Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama, keeping your home cooler with less strain on your air conditioner. And it's more affordable than you think. So give us a call for your free estimate, 504-407-2222, or visit rhinoshieldmidsouth.com. Call now, and you can get the guaranteed protection of Rhino Shield for 20% off the regular price, 407-2222, or visit rhinoshieldmidsouth.com. Don't paint, don't vinyl, go Rhino Shield. Never paint your house again, Rhino Shield. Top service, locally owned, outstanding deals, conveniently located, professionals motivated to sell where the customer comes first. That describes the experience at Premier Automotive Group, where you'll find the best prices anywhere on Toyota, Honda, Nissan, and Kia. Premier Automotive offers a warranty for life on its vehicles and a money-back guarantee. Visit my friend Troy Duhon in one of his outstanding dealerships. Toyota of New Orleans, I-10 Service Road near Bullard in New Orleans East. Premier Honda at the I-10 Service Road at Bullard. Premier Nissan at Veterans in Metairie, and Premier Kia at Veterans in Kenner. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. All respectful persons and opinions are welcome. Keep it clean, constructive, and civil. Time to join in the conversation on the Three Tailgaters Show by calling 504-260-1061. Well, it was a demonstrative victory for Tulane, 59-24 over SMU this past Thursday night to get the nine wins. And, and as I detailed in my story at CrescentCitySports.com, that is a monumental total to reach when you consider where Tulane has been in the history of its program. When you think about 100 and almost 130 years you know, of Tulane football, they've won nine or more games just seven times. Just seven times in the history of the school. And they very likely, or at least possibly, are not finished yet with how many wins they'll have. Ed, uh, from start to finish, this was as good a performance as Tulane has had this season. Well, they, they took that team apart, Kenny. Uh, you know, they played great defense. If you look at the, if you just look at the box score, SMU outgained them. But most of SMU's yards came in the uh, late third and fourth quarter when the game was already decided. You know, when, when the game really mattered, you know, the first half, I think it was 28-7. Uh, and they, hey, look, they played really good defense and they, um, and they ran the football very well. And that's what you have to do. I thought it was very interesting, though, in the um, – in the post-game interview uh, thing that Nick Anderson said that, um, you know, we were up against a, a, a great athlete at quarterback last week referring to John Rice Plumley, And, you know, this was a whole different deal. And I think that SMU, I'm not going to say they're easier to, to defend because they're a very talented offense that has scored a lot of points. But I think 
that it, they are easier def to defend for Tulane because they have had a they had a problem with a running quarterback. I just think it was a different style, and they were very comfortable against that style, and they were able to stop it. Yeah, I just thought they were they were just really good in all phases, other than the muff punt by Jackson. I mean, they they just did everything right, and, and it's easy to compare. Look, the first half against Memphis, they were brilliant, but then not so much in the second half, and I think that experience probably contributed to how well Tulane played in the second half in this game. They weren't going to let that repeat itself. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think there was a lesson learned there. You know, here's here's a number for you. I know you just mentioned a number that's it's pretty mind-boggling. Mm -hmm. But they've only had three teams in the history of the school who have won 10 games or more. And that's 1931, 1934, and 1998. Ten games. Mm -hmm. So if if they... If they beat Cincinnati for their 10th win, then they will be in the, in the sphere of where only three other teams in school history have been, which is pretty mind-boggling. It is, and there are many reasons for it. I just think Willie Fritz and his staff have done a superb job, but this is a team that's good up front on defense. They're getting better in the back on defense. The offensive lines perform well. Uh, Tajay Spears has been terrific. Shadi Clayton Johnson has added to the running game with Celestine. And, of course, you know, the receivers, they had five drops in the game against Central Florida, which really hurt them. Central Florida was better up front. They ran for mm -hmm. 340 yards or so. But mm -hmm. Tulane still only lost by seven and had chances. So I know they love to play them again. That said, you know, the receivers had a, didn't have a good game in that game. They were much better in this game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they, they, you know, Shea Wyatt made a great catch he did. on that ball in the, in the, in the corner there by, uh, by Pratt. You know, I think there's a couple of things here. Which, what's really interesting to me is after a team wins two games, which they did last year, you would expect, uh, you wouldn't be surprised, maybe expect is not the right term, but you wouldn't be surprised by the number of transfers if all of a sudden there was a little bit of an exodus, but there was none of that. Uh, that number one, uh, number two, they had a lot of experience coming home, coming coming back to the team this year, and I think that experience has played out. And number three, they've got Spears, who is a um, a game changing running back, and I think he's going to have a very nice NFL career. I agree. I think he'll be excellent at that level. Uh, I think Tulane has as many as four or five guys that can play at the next level. Uh, based on what we've seen this year. Uh, certainly Anderson and Hainsworth are, are in that mix, along with Spears, uh, those guys. Dorian Williams. Are, I think Dorian Williams is definitely yeah. in that mix for sure. That's at least four right there. So, well, And we'll see about Pratt and the others. And, you know, here's the thing. Moving forward, the fact that uh, Central Florida, Houston, and um, Cincinnati are all leaving the league, I think gives Tulane a chance to be at the top of that league just about every year. And um, I think that they have a chance to win some conference championships moving forward, which frankly is the way to, uh, you know, to get, to get, to get uh, New Orleans interested in their product again, which has happened this year, and it's great. 
So um, what's going to be tough about Friday is, is that Cincinnati's got the second longest home win streak in the country, 32 games. I think Clemson's the only one who has won more consecutive games at home. They are a very, very tough team to beat at home. And, um, you know, if Tulane re- wins that game on Friday, I think it'll be a monumental victory. Agree with you. All right. He's Ed Daniels. I'm Ken Trahan. 504-260-1061. Second hour begins in a moment. We'll talk about the Saints and Pelicans coming up. And when we return following the timeout, LSU at home tonight against UAB. We'll talk about the Tigers next as the second hour begins here on the 3 Gator Show on 106.1 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app. We are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. The second hour begins. It's the Three Tailgaters Show on 1061 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and at CrescentCitySports.com. Be a part of the show. Call 504 260 1061. Back to Ken Trahan and Ed Daniels. So glad you've joined us on this. Saturday morning, as we continue on, we'll get into the Saints and Pelicans coming up in just a little bit. LSU steps out of conference this evening to take on UAB, nationally televised game, ESPN2, and of course, it's a late game at 8 o'clock against UAB. Ed, is there any danger zone here? Is there any letdown possibility? How do you see uh, LSU where this game is concerned? Uh, You know, I I think that happened last week. I wasn't a bit surprised. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that happened last week, and um, I thought it was clearly a, um, a um, you know, a uh, a trap game when they went to Arkansas on the road. I don't, I don't think that's the case tonight. Although I will say that I'm a little bit surprised that the line isn't higher. Aren't you? Uh, yes and no. I mean, I can see again uh, where the. The thought process would be LSU might not come out motivated, might not play its best football. I don't know. I guess the answer is I'm not vacillating, but I can see both sides of it. I really can. Yeah. So, uh, you know, look, um, um, uh, they have a very good running back. In fact, they have two good running backs. Their top running back is, is a tremendous player, but they also have a guy who's run for about 700 yards. So they can run the football. I think the thing that, 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 you know, I think the LSU defense, uh, I don't think you're going to be able to run the football on them consistently. And, uh, and that's a big part of it. Look, LSU's a better team. If, if, if they play interested, and I think they will, they'll, they'll win. There's a lot at stake here because, you know, um, if they lose this game, they can still go to a New Year's Six Bowl as the SEC champion, but you know there's a there's a path there's a path to the Sugar Bowl if they win the next two games and don't beat Georgia but play well. Um, so, and, or they could they could win the next three games and go to the playoff. <laughs> and I know there's already that big debate about that, but to me, I don't know how you keep LSU out of the playoff. All right. If they beat Alabama and Georgia in the same season and they win the Southeastern Conference Championship, 
even though they have two losses, to me, they have a better resume than anybody else that you would consider in that spot. They just do. And if that means that uh, Tennessee, Georgia, and LSU all make it, oh well. I, I, you know, I hope that's a dilemma that we're having, but there's no doubt, there's no doubt in my mind that if LSU wins their last three games, that they should be in the playoff. I don't think there's any question. Well, I think that's, look, if they win their last three games, whether it's deserved or not, I agree with you. I think if they win the next two games against UAB and A&M and then they beat Georgia and Atlanta, I think they're getting it. I don't think they, they can be kept out. And I know Tennessee would in all likelihood have one loss. And I know Tennessee ripped LSU in Baton Rouge, but they didn't make the championship game and they didn't beat Georgia. And I, I think because of that, and they're not going to take three SEC teams, I think that's pretty evident. You can make a case for that, but I don't think that's going to happen. So if it's two SEC teams in that scenario, I think it's LSU. So uh, if it's well, not, they'll be howls, then I th- they'll, they'll be howls and screams, but you know what? That's, that's, that's what you have when you have a system like this. And, yeah. and uh, you know, I, I, uh, that's one of the, the, the pluses for a 12-team playoff because all of these teams mm-hmm. uh, would get in. And, you know, I'm, I'm not a fan of 12 teams in this regard. I, I think there's going to be a lot of bad games in the quarterfinals, lopsided games. But I am a fan of 12 teams in this regard. Mm-hmm. I think what it does is all the New Year's Six Bowl games are protected and they are at least quarterfinal games, which I think is important because I don't think it serves any purpose to have a Sugar Bowl or an Orange Bowl or a Cotton Bowl where the stands are half full. I, I just I just don't think that that's a good thing. And it's from a standpoint of a business model, it's doing it's doing what I think needs to be done. Yeah, I agree with you. And I think it's it's one of those situations. Look, it's probably going to work itself out because LSU's odds of beating Georgia are very slim. I mean, Georgia's a better football team and mm-hmm. Georgia would be basically at home. And, I mean, the odds of LSU winning that game are slim and none. I mean, if the morning line was out today, it would be probably somewhere along the lines of 16 to 20 points. So uh, there's that. But that's all the more reason why LSU would probably get in if they, the Tigers somehow won that game. As for the game at Arkansas, you know, letdown, maybe. I thought Arkansas had a really good game plan. But LSU reverted a little bit to the way it looked earlier in the season offensively uh, with the passing game in particular. Maybe the cold weather was part of that too, but the, mm-hmm. the end of the story is simple. They won an SEC game on the road that they had to win. There you have it. Right. You know, look, this argument about who should be in and who shouldn't be in. All right, so the loser of Ohio State-Michigan is probably out, right? Yes, I think one okay, is in, one's out. Right. Yes. I mean, and look, Michigan doesn't have a, cake, a cakewalk game today because they play Illinois, who's 7-3. and three. They've lost their last two games, but they're a pretty good team. So, um, you know, so I think one of those teams are out. So you got Georgia, you got Ohio State, and let's say you have, uh, you know, I'm looking at at strength of schedule, which to me is very important, all right? 
USC is their strength of schedule is 121, right? TCU's strength of schedule is 83. Ohio State's is 101. Mm-hmm. Michigan is 162. In the meantime, LSU is nine. University of Tennessee is 12. Georgia 11. So if who you play, Alabama's 26. So if who you play counts for something, and supposedly it does in trying to figure this thing out, mm-hmm. then to me, LSU has an argument over TCU, over USC, and, you know, even Clemson. Clemson's 9-1. and one, Their strength of schedule is 34. LSU has an argument over all of those schools. And to me, I think strength of schedule and who you play is important. And that's why I would make the case, if it did turn out in that scenario where LSU upset Georgia, then I don't think Tennessee should be left out either. I think all three of them should go. And if that means means leaving TCU out, well, then TCU is out. And I know that would make a lot of people over there unhappy, but you know what? It's it's the old argument of, of what is the better league, and there's no doubt there's no doubt that with top three top ten wins over mm-hmm. Georgia, Alabama, and Ole Miss, that LSU would have a much better resume even than an undefeated TCU team. Again, I don't disagree, but again, I don't think any way there's any way in the world that three SEC teams will get in. I just don't see it happening. And the outcry would be incredible, although it would be justified. I don't disagree with you at all. I mean, as for Harold Perkins, I mean, is there anything we can add to what has been said already or anything we can add to what we've seen on the field and just how impactful right. this young man has been? Well, I mean, he's, he's already one of the greatest defensive players in school history. There's no doubt about that. And without him last week, they don't win. So um, he's, he's, been, he's been awesome. And you know what? That was a huge flip for LSU to get him to flip from Texas A&M to LSU. That was huge. And, um, you know, those are the kind of players that, that you win championships with. And um, they've already won one. They've won the SEC West. And believe me, if I had called you, if I had called you on Labor Day and told you, Kenny, mm-hmm. I know LSU lost to Florida State last night but they're going to still win the West. I, I think you would have called me insane. Agree? Oh, without a doubt. I would have said you were certifiable, yeah. Yeah, certifiable loon. And, you know, but here we are. And Perkins has been a big part of that. Well, he has been. I mean, clearly he's been, you can make the argument, the most impactful player. And when you think about Ojolari, you think about Gay, and you think about Mason Smith and getting hurt in the first game with Perkins. I mean, if you had Mason Smith, I mean, how good is that group? I mean, mm-hmm. based on what I'm looking at, Ali Gay is going to play in the NFL. B.J. Ozolari is going to play in the NFL. Harold Perkins is going to play in the NFL. Mason Smith, if he has a chance to put it on the field consistently, will play in the NFL. I mean, that's, that's pretty good stuff up front, Ed. Yeah, no doubt. And a guy that I think has – really had a good year as Makai Wingo. He's, he's had he a has. really good year. And uh, he's been tremendous. And, you know, uh, he's not that big a guy. But the thing about Wingo is 
Uh, he's, he's good at the point of attack. He can rush the passer. And the thing about him is he's got a great motor. And I, I think he's, you know, one of those guys when he came to LSU that everybody's like, oh, yeah, okay, you were good at Missouri. All right, I got it. No, you know, that's Missouri. This is LSU. And I kind of I think he's taking that personally, Kenny. And, and once he got an opportunity, he was ready to go. It's been pretty impressive. As for the offense, are you concerned at all based upon what you saw at Arkansas? Well, I think what they're going to see is they're going to see a lot of that. I mean, you know, Jaden Daniels got sacked seven times. So I think you're going to see teams that, that, are, that, are, that are going to continue to blitz them and, and, and come after them. And look, there is, a, there is a simple adjustment, and that's to get the ball out to the perimeter quickly. Quickly. That's how you yeah. beat that. Yeah, that's how you beat that. You beat that with, with bubble screens. You beat that with quick throws. You, break the, you, you, you beat that with fades. You throw some 50-50 balls. Uh, that's how you get defenses out of that. And the thing about it is last week, I didn't see any uh, real propensity to go to that. Did you? No, I did not. I, I, I didn't think they, they adjusted much in that game, so hopefully that changes moving yeah, forward. Yeah, look, and Brian Kelly, Brian Kelly was pretty critical of himself on Monday when it came to that. You know, basically he said that, you know, we didn't adjust – and I think he wasn't throwing his offensive coordinator under the bus. Uh, he was, you know, he's heavily involved in the offense too. And he said, it won't happen again. I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, listen, I, I, no doubt. Again, here's the takeaway. They won an SEC game on the road against a tough opponent. I mean, I know Arkansas was without Jefferson, and that made a huge difference. There's no doubt in my mind. But it's part of the game. I mean, it happens. You know, you sometimes you catch people at the right time, sometimes you don't. And they were without uh, a primary force, and LSU took advantage and did what it had to do to win the game. And that's that's in the final analysis, all that matters. So talk about where we are right now, Ed. It's either Ohio State or Michigan, right? Uh, TCU yep. would be in right now. And they've got to beat Baylor. They've got to be able to win a championship game as well. So right now they're in. Uh, Georgia, I think, is in regardless of what happens in the SEC championship game. So that's the three spots. Yes, if they're, if they're the number one team and they lose in the SEC championship game. They're still in. Then they're still in. Yes. Mm-hmm. So then it's all, then, about, it's all about LSU, well, Tennessee, then, Clemson, USC. Well, I mean, I think the, arg- the argument boils down to LSU and Tennessee. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I'm just I, – I think the, it, it boils down to – to LSU and Tennessee, and you know, like like I said, I, I'm I'm looking I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at TCU's uh, resume, and and here's their wins. You ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, Colorado, Tarleton, SMU, Oklahoma, Kansas, Oklahoma State, mm-hmm. Kansas State, West Virginia, Texas Tech, Texas, and they still have Baylor. And Iowa State left before they play in the Big 12 championship. Yeah. So, again, so you're, they, you're, they you're just a, comparing schedules. They, yeah. Yeah. Right. And they, look, they, at the time, they played four teams that were relatively fair. At the time, they played four teams in yeah. their league that were right. In a, all in October. Oklahoma, they beat them handily. They were 18. They beat number 19, Kansas. 
They beat number eight Oklahoma State, so they do have a top ten win. They beat Kansas State, and that's a nice win. All of that happened in October, so that's very impressive that they were able to do that for four consecutive weeks. But please do not tell me that they have any kind of, um, like I said, if LSU has wins over Alabama and Georgia and they win the SEC, how in the world do you keep them out of the playoff? If they mm-hmm. do, then the playoff's a farce, my opinion. Yep. Now, listen, I, I don't disagree with you. So some of this will work itself out. Is UCLA beat USC? Don't know. Uh, will Clemson lose another game? Possible. We'll see. Uh, you know, will, uh, you know, will Michigan and Ohio State, somebody's going to lose that game. So uh, I do think that most of it will work itself out. I really do. And like I said, I, on a totally objective level, I don't see LSU being able to beat Georgia anyway, based on what I've seen. I mean, Georgia's that good. When Georgia, right, sh- and, and, when Georgia and, shows and up LSU, and plays, they're, they're not going right. to lose. Right, and if, L- and, if LSU, and if LSU has three losses, all right, if they have, if they have three losses then, um, and, they're, they're, and they go to the Sugar Bowl, that's still an unbelievably first year. Oh, my goodness. Uh, first, yeah. it's, an, it's an incredible year for, uh, for LSU and, and great. But, again, you can't tell me they're going to beat Georgia and Alabama and they're not going. Give me a break. No, I mean, look, I mean, that's – I think that's accurate, and I think you've depicted it correctly, and I think the playoff system that is to come is probably spelled out pretty clearly at this point. I just think that uh, what what you've painted here is the accurate picture. And uh, look, under that, under those auspices, it would be really hard on Tennessee, and understandable if people are upset about that, and probably should be, because Tennessee on the field likely earned a playoff spot. Like you said, mm-hmm. with the with who they played and, and, and what they did, but they're right, not gonna, they're going to be penalized because they're in the same conference as Georgia and right. LSU. And you know what? And, and again, I'm not lobbying against Tennessee. All right, they're an excellent team, and they 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 beat LSU handily in Baton Rouge. I'm not I'm not lobbying against them at all, but um, you know, <laughs> that's that's. That's just the way the system is set up. And, and again, I think who you play is important. Strength of schedule is important. That's why there's only, in the, in the, in the New Year's Six scenario, the only non-power for the group of five schools, there's the top-ranked one, gets to go to a game. Why? Because their conference is not as good as the other ones. Well, if you're going to apply that logic to them, apply it to power five schools who are trying to get in the playoff. It's the exact same thing. Agree or disagree? Oh, I agree. Then apply it. Yeah. I, 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 listen, I'm with you. I get it. I, I don't disagree. I think it is exactly as we stated to be, and I think it's going to play itself out. And I think... For the most part, if not completely, it will take care of itself. So it's a discussion point right now. It becomes a gigantic discussion point if LSU somehow wins out. Because then <laughs> then, then you're going to have an uproar in Knoxville, Tennessee, and, and understandably so. How can you not? 
if Tennessee finishes with one loss, including right. the win over Alabama, including a demolition of LSU in Baton Rouge. I mean, that's the only way to state it. Right. Then they, they have a legitimate case, and they got kept out of the championship game because they happen to be in the same division as Georgia. So, oh, I, I agree. If I, if I were them, I'd be irate. Um, but again, you know, uh, you got to decide that the committee's going to have to, going to have to decide that. And, you know, um, they're just going to have to arrive at the reality that it is that the SEC is by far the best league in the country and they play the best football and they're going to have a lot of teams in the playoffs because they're the best. And believe me, when Texas and Oklahoma come into that league in 2025, they're going to learn quickly the difference between the Big 12 and the Southeastern Conference on a weekly basis. Now, the SEC has some teams that aren't very good, but the top half of their league is always good. This year, it's real good. You know, tennis, Alabama's being, being criticized heavily for losing two games. Let's look and see what happened. They lost to Tennessee after their outstanding kicker, Reichard, missed a 52-yard field goal about a, about a half a foot to the right. They would have won that game. And they lost to LSU on a two-point pass at the end of the game. They'd be undefeated. Georgia's been dominant. Tennessee has been terrific. Only loss on Georgia's home field. LSU has been very good. So, you know, when, when the University of Alabama is the fourth best team in your league in any particular year, then that ought to tell you about how good that league is. No doubt. All right. It's 504-260-1061. We'll take a time out here when we return. The injury depleted New Orleans Saints limp into their game with the Rams who limp into their game tomorrow with the Saints in Caesar Superdome. We'll talk about that. Still to come, the Pelicans as well. Glad you're with us on this Saturday morning. Ken and Ed, three tailgater show back in a moment here on 1061 FM Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. If you want to be treated right, you go to Bergeron. Bergeron will give you the best deal. You just know you can trust these people. They're from here. They get me. You know, buying a car doesn't have to be a scary experience. It's anything but a Bergeron. Everybody knows that. Everybody. I grew up with a Bergeron. I went to school with a Bergeron. This is the fourth car I've bought from here. That makes me a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a bourgeois. Get out of here. I'm a Bergeron. Everybody knows a Bergeron. Bergeron Automotive on Veterans in Metairie. If you're injured in a car crash, never settle for less than you deserve from the insurance company. And don't settle for just any law firm. Demand Dudley DeBosier. It's always our goal to get you the maximum compensation you deserve. And with our no-fee guarantee, you pay us nothing. No fees, no costs, or expenses unless we get you money. Call now, and we'll review your case for free. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. That's 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA 221-3579. 
Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Hey, Dan, how you doing? Haven't seen you around the gym. Yeah, I've really fallen off. Since I turned 40, I just don't get the results I used to get. Could be lower testosterone. I went through it a while back. I got Nugenix Total T, and it's made a huge difference for me. I've seen that on TV. Is it for real? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is something called Testafin, which helps boost free and total testosterone levels to help you trim up and stay lean. And it's made a difference for you? Man, I feel like I'm in my 20s again. At work, in the gym, and in the bedroom. Are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try it for themselves? Yeah, you just need to send them a text. Text BREAK to 321-321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenix Total Tea. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of Nugenix Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever, to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text BREAK to 321-321. That's BREAK to 321-321. Products and statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or illness. Charging a cell phone can be like getting a booster shot. A booster is given to enhance or restore protection after a primary series vaccination, which wanes over time. Schedule an appointment when you're eligible. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. There's so much hype promoted during the Christmas season nowadays that we forget to focus on the true meaning of giving. Not how expensive the gift is, but how much it will touch our heart. Fisher & Sons Jewelers have served our community for over 40 years. And we are dedicated to sharing the art of giving to you and your loved one. Our family wishes you a very Merry Christmas. Fisher & Sons Jewelers, where the unusual is commonplace in Metairie. When your business information is missing or inconsistent across the internet, search engines won't find you, and customers won't either. Help ensure customers see you and not your competitors. Boost your findability. Cumulusboost.com. C-U-M-U-L-U-S boost.com. Your weekly forum for genuine, substantive talk with a focus on facts and fact-based opinions. Time to share your passion on the Three Tailgaters Show here on 1061 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. The number to call, 504-260-1061. Well, the New Orleans Saints, you are what your record says you are, 3-7. and seven. The defending Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams, who aren't very good either, uh, both are banged up tremendously. And they'll play tomorrow in the Caesar Superdome at noon. And... We'll get to calls in a moment, but it's 504-260-1061. But, Ed, I mean, this is a very disappointing season for the Rams and a very disappointing season for the Saints. I mean, we'll start there. Mm-hmm. Well, what, what shocks me is that the Rams have run for just over 600 yards as a mm-hmm. team. Is that right? Yes. How, how in the world can that happen? And, and here's the thing about the Rams. This is a, a team that – their entire offense is built off the play-action pass, mm-hmm. and and they don't have a running game. I, I don't know how that happens now. Uh, I know they have injuries on the offensive line, and Andrew Whitworth, who is a very good player, retired. And uh, I think that hurt them uh, considerably. Of course, their quarterback's been hurt, but he's back this week. But they don't have Cooper Cup, who's a uh, one of the best players in the NFL, much less uh, receivers in the NFL. Um, yes. So, I mean, he's one of the best players in the NFL at any position, and they don't have him. But, um, you know, to see them where they are right now, the fact that, that both of these teams each have three wins is a little shocking, Kenny. Yeah, it is. I don't get it. I mean, uh, 
Look, they lost Whitworth. They don't have Odell Beckham. And they're, you know, the Super Bowl takes its toll, obviously. And some players are a year older, including Stafford. So there's that. As for the Saints, I mean, look, it's a totally different dynamic, which I want to get into, but let's take a couple of calls first. 504-260-1061. First up, Randy is in Shelmet. Hey, Randy, thanks for your patience. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Hey, guys. How y'all doing? Two questions. Um, Salta Lamaki at Holy Cross. Is he leaving because of his record? Offensive philosophy or another reason. And second, Tuck has been at Chalmette about 12 or so years. Um, in that time, I guarantee you, he's probably coached against 20 other coaches in his district. Why such the large turnover, especially in that district? Okay, well, first of all, where Coach uh, Saltafamaggio is concerned, he said on our show last night that uh, he did not leave by choice. So there's that. Uh, clearly that was not his choice. That was an administration's choice. They have a new headmaster and who didn't hire him, and clearly he has a different vision. Uh, Coach Salta Famaggio, uh, I'll speak freely about it, Will should have no trouble getting another job. He took East Jefferson to a state championship, which they've never come close to, took Hanville to a state championship game, and at Holy Cross, whoever walks into that job, figures to walk into a good job because they've got a good team. They've got really good players returning next year. Almost every key player on their team is back, and they were riddled with injuries this year. So he did not leave by choice. He definitely wants to coach again, as he said last night, and I suspect he will. Uh, there's a clear debate about whether Holy Cross should stay in Division One or go to Division Two, And you know, and, and there's, a, there's a legitimate thought process behind that. Selfishly, I prefer seeing them in Division One, but understandably, uh, there's some thought promise about there's some thought process about them staying, you know, or going to Division Two as they did previously and had some success doing so. And so I mean, all of that comes into play where this is concerned. As for the coaching changes, look, I mean, at Holy Cross, Barry Wilson was an iconic figure. Uh, he retired, or maybe you know, got pushed slightly into retirement, whatever your take on that was. Eric Roboto took over, a really good coach and a really good man. And Eric Roboto beat Rummel and Jesuit in the same year, and he got fired. So you can explain that one to me. Then they hired Guy Lecomte, who's a terrific coach, but never really fit there at all. And he wanted out of there and got out within two years. Then they hired an alumnus who loved the school. His whole family's tied into the school for, as he said last night, for you know seven decades or so. And they hire a new headmaster after they fired the previous headmaster, and now they've let this coach go. So, I mean, look, all I can tell you is that in my, all of my years of doing this, the thing that stands out more than anything else with any of these schools or programs is stability. When you have stability, you are successful. When you don't have stability, you are not successful. Ed? Well, I agree. I mean, you know, you look at, uh, you, look at uh, you know, around the, uh, around the Catholic League and the, the, the schools that, that have that stability, just around prep football in general, are going to have success for a long time. And, um, you know, Brother Martin has built a program we all know Curtis has a program. Rummel is on their way back. They have, they've, they've had two coaches in what, uh, 30 years, Kenny? 
close well, to Jay, it. Jay, Roth, Jay Roth for 24 years. So 24 I mean, years, and now they've had Nick Monica. Now they've had Coach Monica for four years. They've had two coaches in 28 years. Um, you know, we know the situation at John Curtis. We know at Brother Martin. St. Aug has turned over a lot. I mean, they, they have. They've gone through a lot of coaches. So has Holy Cross. And uh, if you, you know, want to add I Bryce Brown, Bryce Brown, Bryce Brown now Bryce part of the Brown league since 2015. Yeah, Jerry, right, Jerry Phillips has been at Easton for a long mm -hmm. time. So, um, you know, I'm just going, going, going around the, uh, the city. Nelson Stewart at Newman has, has been there a long time. And, and have, they have a program. They have stability. They've built it. And here's the thing. Once Arch leaves, they will still be a quality football program. And they have a philosophy, and they've been able to stay with it. You know, Lakeshore, for many, many years, Craig Jones was there and did an excellent job. And uh, Coach Indest is doing the same thing. But they're, they're, the places to me that are always looking to move on for, to find some kind of magic uh, formula somewhere, to me, uh, I don't think that works. I mean, there's no better example as well as Archbishop Shaw, Hank Tierney for, what, 19 years previously and what they built. And as soon as they, they moved on from that, you know, Scott Bainsfather did a very good job for quite some time but couldn't sustain it at the highest level, and obviously that made a difference. It hurt. So uh, stability matters, uh, and in this particular instance, you know, for better or for worse, and not getting into personalities at all, uh, I think Holy Cross just needs stability. I mean, they haven't had it. Right. At, the, at the top of the school, they haven't had it, and in coaching, they haven't had it. Look, Andy Canizero won a Catholic League championship, and what, a year later, he's fired? So right. I, met, I mentioned and, about the football staff and, and the coaching changes there, but go ahead, Ed. Right, and you know, you look at you look at Shaw when Scott was there. They were in they were in um, Division were in two class, or four A, yeah, yeah right. class four A. And guess what? They went to the dome three consecutive years. Correct, now, which is the it, same it, argument that that Salta Formaggio has made it right. Across. And yes. and you know, look, they had excellent teams, but they also ran into Bastrop. They ran into Bell Chase with Blake Mathern. They ran, this, ran into some really good teams at the Dome, but they still made it, and they were finalists all three of those years. And, um, and there's a lot to be said for that, but there's, there's the stability part of it that I think is critical, and I just think it's critical. And I, I think, and I'm not, and I'm not talking. I'm not speaking germane to any one school, Kenny. No, exactly. You either. No, and I'm I not. You aren't either. I'm, nope. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking with a wide brush just in general a school that is always itching to make a change to me is a school that that you know i i just i just have to be a little um um a little cautious about that's all i'm saying yeah i think it's a good good phrase and and i will certainly say that nick Saltzfamaggio is a very good football coach his record speaks to that clearly and Yes, he should land on his feet anywhere, and I advocate that he does because he's good for the game and he's an excellent football coach. I agree. What, I, I couldn't agree more. What about all the coaches that have gone through Shalmet's district? I mean, that, yeah. that's like that's like every other year with most of those schools. Well, again, I think you look at the nature of those programs and the commitment, or the lack thereof. John Errett. I mean, John Errett had Billy North for the better part of two decades. 
But ever since Billy's left, you know, it's been, it's been a whole bunch of change, okay? Corey Lambert did an excellent job there. You know, Delphi and Lee came in and stayed briefly. Marcus Scott came in and stayed briefly. Now you've got Reggie Rogers. That's a whole lot of changes in a short period of time. And those guys are good guys and they're good coaches. But, again, stability. It's hard to maintain. I mean, Clifford Harris is a Higgins grad. He's a really good guy. But, you know, you got to start from the bottom up there. They had a great coach in Wayne Myers, and they ran him off back in the day. They haven't been the same since. So they're trying to get back to that. Emmanuel Powell's a really good coach. He's an Ellen Cox. He's not in that league anymore, but, you know, Emmanuel's a state championship coach at Landry Walker, and apparently that wasn't good enough. You know, East Jefferson. I mean, we talked about Nick and what Nick did at East Jefferson. Prior to Nick, Henry Rando was there for quite some time. And Nick went there and won a state championship. And now they just changed coaches in season this past year. West Jefferson, our friend Willie Brooks is there, but it's only three years after Cyril Crutchfield, after I could go on and on and name the names if you want, but you get the point. Your point is well taken. I mean, all these programs, you have change, 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 and without stability, it is hard to be able to compete with the better teams. I think that's one of the reasons Chalmette has been, you know, first or second in that league for quite some time now because they have had stability with Jason Tucker and a good staff there. The helps they have a principal that's been there 50 years. <laughs> it helps a lot. A, a wonderful man, by the way, and a class act in Wayne Warner. So, yeah, no doubt about that. No doubt about it, Randy. All right. Thanks, guys. Okay, you got it. Right, Appreciate man. it. 504-260-1061. Don is in Metairie. Hey, Don, thanks for your patience. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Hey, Don, you with us? All right, Don drops. So, all right, so Don's not there. So with that, let's go to Kurt, who's in New Orleans. Kurt, good morning. Welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking the call, man. I wanted to just comment, man, on uh, – I heard a commentary over the week uh, last week about uh, – this past week uh, with the Saints, you know, and it, it kind of made me want to sit down, you know. Uh, it just really did. Three and seven, you know, the worst start in 17 years we've got here. Uh, you know, back in the day earlier with Peyton and Breeze, you know, we were bad, but we but we weren't boring. <laughs> boring, this and that. Now we're kind of bad and boring. And a lot of cliches, I understand. But uh, I just wanted to – a couple comments, though. You know, my thing is I haven't heard too much about roster mismanagement as far as, like, Landry and Lattimore and uh, Thomas. And, you know, you know, like, you know, some things that were obvious, kind of obvious to me and some people that it was foreseen how long they may be out where you could have maybe – put them on temporary, a four-week IR or six-week, and get some other guys in there. You know, I, I think it's a fair question. And I'm going to tell you what, while I'm waiting to get on air, I'm thinking to myself, I really wish Winston would have got, we get the start. Because you know why? The, the point is, you know, the, the whole thing with, with, um, with Dalton is, you know, he's good enough to win several games, a few games, or certainly not to take you all away. And, you know, we, it's like we've made a decision now. We, you know, long story short, I want to go down shooting. I'd rather go down shooting. We're paying the money to Winston. Last year, injury took him out. You know, and now it, 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 it's obviously a decision, you know, and uh, you know what I'm saying? I just, I just feel like, the, 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 you know, it, some say the, the, the season's gone. Mathematically, maybe not. But I just feel like Winston, he's healthy now enough to play. He, you, know, he, you know, he lost it, he lost it to injury, to, you, know, the, the, you know, the temporary shot we had right here. And I just... Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. A lot of people are saying that. I think you know. Give him the shot. Let's go down shooting. You don't know what you can't. You know You don't know what you can get unless you get him in there again. And you know what was the. You know, what do you have to lose at this point? You know, what, what, what was thought of 
with Dalton is not so now. Any anybody, A blind guy can see that. So since we're faltered now here, let's get him back in there. I just, I don't know, man. It's just between a roster mismanagement and that, you know, my point on that right there, I just kind of feel, want y'all mm-hmm. comments on it, man. You know. Well, right, I, think, I, think they're, I think they're both backup quarterbacks. I think neither one at this career is in their career right now as a starter. I think they're yeah. both backups. If, yeah. you, if you look at Dalton's numbers as far as quarterback rating, his is better yeah. than Winston's. And, yeah. and, I don't, and I don't think Winston did himself any yeah. favors by saying what he said yesterday. No, I think he's screwing up verbally. What he said yesterday was, no, I thought you didn't lose your job to injury around here. And uh, the first yeah. thing I thought about when I heard that comment was, well, yeah. I wonder if he would say that if Sean Payton was still in the room. And, well, once um, once again, back to respect of your coaches, coaching respect. Well, you know. I mean, you know, look, you know, I, yeah, whatever. You know. I, I I thought I thought his yeah. uh, he said he, you mm-hmm. know I hurt from the heart. I get all yeah. of that. Look, the guy wants right. to play. I don't I don't have any problem with that. The guy's a competitor, but right. uh, I don't think he did himself any favors by speaking up yesterday. Well, I, I agree with that. I do agree with that. I think he's did some other stuff on some blogs. I heard about too. That's not too not too classy, but. You know, but the roster mismanagement, do you, is, there any, is there any legitimacy to that y'all feel? Has that crossed y'all mind as far as, uh, you know, these guys, they, you know, they, they limited, they out, they out, they out. I mean, get them on IR. I mean, you know, it's like one guy, two guys, yeah, but it's been three or four, it looks like, instances right. where they could have got some other guys in there, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, it kind of well, pulled up a straw you know, there, look, but, you know. You know. Look, um, they're, in, they're in this spot where they don't have a starting quarterback. And that puts a lot of pressure on the rest of your roster. And the one thing I would say is you go back and look at some of these games in 2018 Mm -hmm. and 19 when the Saints had a lot of injuries. They still won a lot of games. And they were able to overcome all of those injuries. And you know why? Because Drew Brees was their quarterback. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it goes back to that again. Drew Brees is a first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah, and yep. and if and 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 now, the problems that the Saints have with all of the injuries, only yeah. count for more when you don't have a great player under center. If you have a great player under center, you can yeah. overcome some of that. But when you have a guy like Winston, who will make big yeah. plays but also turn the ball over, or a guy like Dalton, who at this point in his career is frankly a game manager. That puts yeah. more pressure on the rest of your roster and on your defense. You have yeah. to play a lot cleaner game to be able yeah. to win these games. And, I, you know, Kyron Williams, the rookie, I just hope this ain't just coming out party tomorrow. And, and Allen Robinson, who's been in a grave all season, uh, I hope, you know, with Cup out, I hope Robinson, Allen, he's, you know, a talented guy. I just hope we can hold, you know, but, 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 but look, I mean, we've been holding teams to 10, 15 points for three quarters. It's the offense. I know the defense has been screwed up, and they are screwed up, and they're very injured. But at the end of the day, we're not putting points up. We really aren't. I mean, look, look last week, we was 10 points at halftime, but, you know, it's, it's 15 points in the end of the third quarter. We, we can't, <laughs> you know, we, we hold the teams for a while, but we're just not scoring. You know, we're just not scoring, you know, and uh, uh-huh. I don't know. I just hope we get some young juice at running back for next year, and, and, and well, I do hope also, you know. Kurt, Kurt, yep. here's my opinion. 
I'm frustrated. I think it's going to get I think it's going to get worse. I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. Yeah. That's my opinion. Yeah. And yeah. I think I think right now and I'm not I'm not I think right now as an organizational philosophy, all right? As an organizational philosophy, I think it's time right. to clean out some contracts that you need to clean out. Yeah. And and maybe take a step back and rebuild yeah. a little bit and 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 restock your roster and and go about it and try to find a quarterback. The problem is and, yeah, you you would have a chance to draft a really good young quarterback, but you traded but that you? pick to the Eagles. Yeah. You traded that pick you? to you? the Eagles. Yeah. 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 We got nothing for Gardner. Gardner and Williams both leading the league in the interceptions. We got nothing for him, basically. Bad management, bad management there too. You know, I just I just hope we can uh, find that quarterback. Because, you know, you said this too a long time ago. You've got to be able to find that gem. It's not that easy. But other, te- other, other teams find good quarterbacks in the draft. You've got to do, you do your homework and you've got to find one. Hey, punt returners, <laughs> mother pet team punt returners, maybe not. Special, you know, special guy you've got to have there. But quarterbacks, you've got to find one in the draft. You've got to. You know, Jeff Ireland, you've got to. Have a good day, y'all. Take care. Okay, bye. All right. Appreciate it. I know. I hear the frustration. I sense it. Two points that I'll make. I'll let it speak, and I'll do so now, and then we'll get to a break. One, uh, I do think Jameis Winston should be starting. I agree on that premise that many people have uh, brought forth, and unless he's uh, positioned over a week ago at Crescent City Sports. Because, two, Andy Dalton's not your future. And that doesn't mean that Jameis Winston is either. But you clearly signed Dalton to be your backup, and you clearly signed Winston to be your starter. For now. As I've said over and over again, I don't think and I don't believe at this point that the quarterback of the future of the Saints is on this roster. And that position hasn't changed. And I'm not here to knock Winston at all on that end. I just don't think they're sold on him. That's pretty obvious, don't you think? I mean, they played him when he allegedly was hurt. Then they said he was hurt. Then they said he wasn't hurt. Now they say he's hurt. So I would also tell you that the messaging hasn't been good either, Ed. Correct. And Winston's... Mm -hmm. Winston's reaction yesterday was frustration, and I get it because mm-hmm. I do. You know, he's frustrated, and he should be because it's a mixed message. You're basically telling a guy we're not playing you because you're you're hurt after you previously said he's not hurt, and we're just playing Dalton. Well, what changed in a few weeks' time? He suddenly got hurt again? I don't think so. So I mean, I think it's been a little bit of everything. I don't think the Saints have handled it well. I don't think, you know, Winston's comments handled things that well yesterday. Dalton's done everything the, uh, the best way he can, but he's just limited. I mean, and, you know, as I said, and I've said on this show and all during the week on all of my shows, play Dalton until he's not effective. Well, he was effective for four or five weeks. He has not been effective for two weeks. So play Winston. He says he's good enough to play. He wants to play. He's got more physical talent, but... You know, I still don't think he's the definitive answer. They clearly don't think Jason Hill is. They're not going to give him the ball. So I'm just trying to figure all this out, Ed. He's hurt, then he's not hurt, then he's hurt. He's not playing because he's hurt. He's not playing because he's not hurt, and the other guy's better. Now he's not playing because he's hurt. And then the player's like, I didn't think you lose your job when you're hurt. I'm trying to make sense of all this. Yeah, uh, I I don't know. I, I, I think that... Um uh, I think there's just clearly there's a uh, 
that uh, Dennis Allen is more comfortable with Andy Dalton, period. Clearly, clearly, and there's a, there's a lack yeah. of confidence in the player, and maybe there's not the greatest relationship right now that exists either. I mean, I think you can, we don't know that. All you can do is perceive what you hear and see, not what you know. They know inside the doors, and that's all I can say about that. Now, we owe you a timeout. We'll take that here. Uh, still to come, we'll talk Pelicans, 504-260-1061. Back in a moment here on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, and NashFM1061.com. Are you seeing pink everywhere? Demo Diva Hot Pink Dumpsters are painting the town pink. Clean out your business, your building, or your closet. Rent one of our pink dumpsters. Don't feel blue. Don't see red. Catch the vibe. Get the pink. Demo Diva, we service commercial, industrial, and residential customers. 504-486-4121. Demo Diva, taking it down to the dirt. Demodiva.com. Life Resources Ministries exists for showing men the way, building men to spiritual maturity, and preparing God's people for service. Life Resources Ministries has Bible studies in person and via Skype throughout the metro area, along with outreaches weekly on Wednesdays at Piccadilly Cafeteria on Clearview Parkway in Metairie. There are business forums and fellowship meetings as well. Life Resources also puts on major outreach prep breakfast with national speakers up to four to five times per year. Visit us online at liferesources.net. Life Resources Ministries, leaders investing for eternity. For 16 years, the R&L Carriers New Orleans Bowl has been proud to support one of the area's great traditions, high school football, and the Prep Football Player of the Week Award. The R&L Carriers New Orleans Bowl's weekly recognition of excellence on the field by high school student-athletes reflects our understanding of the importance of athletics in the development of our youth. And the Prep Player of the Year will be presented the Ronald E. Gardner Award on the field at Caesars Superdome during the 2022 R&L Carriers New Orleans Bowl Wednesday night, December 21st. Tickets available now at NewOrleansBowl.com. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Hey, Dan, how you doing? Haven't seen you around the gym. Yeah, I've really fallen off. Since I turned 40, I just don't get the results I used to get. Could be lower testosterone. I went through it a while back. I got Nugenics Total T, and it's made a huge difference for me. I've seen that on TV. Is it for real? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is something called Testafin, which helps boost free and total testosterone levels to help you trim up and stay lean. And it's made a difference for you? Man, I feel like I'm in my 20s again. At work, in the gym and in the bedroom. Are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try it for themselves? Yeah, you just need to send them a text. Text BREAK to 321321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text BREAK to 321321. That's BREAK to 321321. Products and statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or illness. Top service, locally owned, outstanding deals, conveniently located, professionals motivated to sell where the customer comes first. That describes the experience at Premier Automotive Group, where you'll find the best prices anywhere on Toyota, Honda, Nissan, and Kia. Premier Automotive offers a warranty for life on its vehicles and a money-back guarantee. Visit my friend Troy Duhon in one of his outstanding dealerships. Toyota of New Orleans, I-10 Service Road near Bullard in New Orleans East. Premier Honda at the I-10 Service Road at Bullard. Premier Nissan at Veterans in Metairie, and Premier Kia at Veterans in Kenner. Texting and 
rolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Hey, Dan, how you doing? Haven't seen you around the gym. Yeah, I've really fallen off. Since I turned 40, I just don't get the results I used to get. Could be lower testosterone. I went through it a while back. I got Nugenix Total T, and it's made a huge difference for me. I've seen that on TV. Is it for real? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is something called Testafin, which helps boost free and total testosterone levels to help you trim up and stay lean. And it's made a difference for you? Man, I feel like I'm in my 20s again at work, in the gym, and in the bedroom. Are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try it for themselves? Yeah, you just need to send them a text. Text BREAK to 321321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenix Total Tea. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of Nugenix Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text BREAK to 321321. That's BREAK to 321321. Products and statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or illness. There's so much hype promoted during the Christmas season nowadays that we forget to focus on the true meaning of giving. Not how expensive the gift is, but how much it will touch her heart. Fisher & Sons Jewelers have served our community for over 40 years. And we are dedicated to sharing the art of giving to you and your loved one. Our family wishes you a very Merry Christmas. Fisher & Sons Jewelers, where the unusual is commonplace in Metairie. Cumulus New Orleans has an immediate opening for a radio and digital account executive. Excellent earning potential, incredible benefits, and wonderful working conditions. Outside sales experience preferred. To apply, go to Cumulus.com and click on Work Here. That's Cumulus.com. Join the winning team today at Cumulus Media New Orleans and change your life for the better. Radio and digital marketing is a high energy, fun, and exciting career. Apply at Cumulus.com and equal opportunity employer. Call an audible, throw a flag, call a technical, review an instant replay, it's all good. Go for it now on the Three Tailgaters Show on 1061 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. Call now at 504-260-1061. Well, the Pelicans lose 117-109 to Boston last night, team with the best record in the league. Celtics win streak continues. No shame in that. But this one was over before it started, more or less, because the Celtics scored 40 in the first quarter, made 10 threes, and, and they were never headed. Uh, not a bad result. Boston's a hell of a team, Ed. But I guess the biggest concern for the Pelicans, no Zion again. So, I mean, back to the same situation. He'll come back and play probably sometime in the next few games. But, you know, it changes the way they play because, mm-hmm. you know, again, he's an isolation guy. And he struggles on the defensive end. And when he and Valanciunas were in together, they struggled defensively. I think mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a place for him, and they can win and win big with him. But to have those two on the floor at the same time is really difficult defensively, which is why we see so much of Larry Nance. Yeah, Larry Nance has been a good player for the Pelicans. Really but, good. You know, when the other team makes 23s, it's hard to overcome that. Very much so. Uh, they're a very impressive team. And uh, they're seven and two on the road, which is really good, as you know. Now Boston's um, a real deal. That has nothing to do with that. The concern yeah. for the Pelicans has yeah. to be about Williams. Right, exactly. But I'm just saying, when you when you lose to a team like that, you can say, you know what, we lost to a really good team. Mm-hmm. And I think that's you know that's what happened last night. But as far as as Zion for a foot contusion, this has gone on for a while, hasn't it? Well, it sure sounds that way, doesn't it? 
I mean, yeah. <laughs> we're just going by what they tell us, foot contusion, not sprain or anything else but a mm -hmm. foot contusion. So, mm -hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know, Kenny. I don't get it. Yeah, it just goes on and on. And at some point, I mean, the, the other teammates, the other players are going to be like, you know, we, we got to move on. You know, we got to do what we can do. It's kind of like mm -hmm. the Saints with Michael Thomas to a lesser degree, but right. not totally – not totally unlike right. that. But it, but here's the thing. If you had yeah. gotten a great game from Zion last night, you maybe have had a chance to win. You would have you, you had and a chance, and that's the point those, I made. Yeah. Right, right. When, when you're playing an elite team, your elite mm -hmm. players have to be able to step up and make yep. shots. And, and, they can't have, and, and they cannot if they're not playing. They, <laughs> right, and they did not have enough of that last night. Nope. It was a game that was going to be an offensive game, and you had to score probably – 110 to 115 points to win it, and they yep. just didn't have enough offense on the floor. No question. All right, Will, your final break. Back with a final word in a moment here on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon. With over 15 acres of cars and trucks at the Lamarck Automotive Complex, there must be a reason. Buying a new car shouldn't be complicated. That's why our expert staff is here to help. I've been selling new Ford cars and trucks since 1970. It's over 50 years. Wow, there must be a reason. With your lifestyle and budget in mind, our finance team works hard to be the best in the business. Only at Lamarck Ford, at the Lamarck Automotive Complex. There must be a reason. Ring in the new year with the 89th All-State Sugar Bowl. Since 1935, the Sugar Bowl has been a New Orleans New Year's tradition. And this year, the best of the SEC and Big 12 will square off on New Year's Eve in the Caesars Superdome. So kick off your New Year's celebration with a college football masterpiece. For tickets, visit AllStateSugarBowl.org and download the free Sugar Bowl mobile app. The All-State Sugar Bowl is presented by All-State, the Louisiana Office of Tourism, and Taco Bell. Hey, sports fans, this is Louisiana State Treasurer John Schroeder. Teamwork is critical to success. This is why my team at Unclaimed Property wants to return your cash to you. Right now, there are over $1 billion that belong to Louisiana citizens. Unclaimed Property has lost or forgotten money from bank accounts, stocks, bonds, wages, insurance, and investment payouts never received. But don't worry. The Louisiana Treasury team is here to help. We've found your money and want to return it to you. Visit lacashclaim.org for your cash. We've all said it. Lord, give me strength to endure this mess that I'm going through. <laughs> this is Michael Green with a LifeGate word of encouragement. My prayer for you today is like the prayer Paul gave in Colossians 1 when he said, We pray that you will live well for the Master, making him proud of you as you work hard in his vineyard. As you learn more and more how God works, you'll learn how to do your work. We pray that you'll have strength to stick it out over the long haul, not some grim strength of gritting your teeth, but the glory strength that God gives. It is the strength that endures the unendurable. Isn't that good news? The strength that helps you endure the unendurable. Join me and Linda this Sunday at LifeGate. We will continue in this word to encourage you. 1317 Butternut, we start at 10 o'clock. Check us out on Facebook at LifeGate Church Ministries. You'll be glad you did. This Sunday, LifeGate, where the priority is the word. If you want to be treated right, you go to Bergeron. Bergeron will give you the best deal. You just know you can trust these people. They're from here. They get me. You know, buying a car doesn't have to be a scary experience. It's anything but a Bergeron. Everybody knows that. Everybody. I grew up with a Bergeron. I went to school with a Bergeron. This is the fourth car I've bought from here. That makes me a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a bourgeois. Get out of here. I'm a Bergeron. Everybody knows a Bergeron. 
Bergeron Automotive on Veterans in Metairie. For 16 years, the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl has been proud to support one of the area's great traditions, high school football, and the Prep Football Player of the Week Award. The RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl's weekly recognition of excellence on the field by high school student athletes reflects our understanding of the importance of athletics in the development of our youth. And the Prep Player of the Year will be presented the Ronald E. Gardner Award on the field at Caesar Superdome during the 2022 RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl Wednesday night, December 21st. Tickets available now at NewOrleansBowl.com. One search engine is used by 9 out of 10 consumers. Hint, the name begins with a G. And there are hundreds of things that go into being ranked highly by that engine. Your website, your business profile, even your social accounts. A couple of slip-ups and you find yourself on page 7. But at Cumulus Boost, we have the experts and resources to fix what's wrong and boost your findability. So you can rank higher than your competition. Get started today at CumulusBoost.com. C-U-M-U-L-U-S Boost.com.